Hey guys, welcome to the A Lot of Thoughts podcast. Courtney here with another book review. I actually had one that I was going to put up today, but I couldn't get it off my hard drive. So I mentioned Parenting with Loving Correction by Sam Crabtree. I did a review and then someone was like, hey, so where's the review of that book? And I was like, oh, I never posted it. So I I'm so sorry. Hopefully that'll be next week. And then I think the next week will be fault lines. Um, I actually currently don't have an episode for Monday. I just, guys, I'm just so behind. Um, but I might put up a review or I, I have like a couple ideas of what I might do. Um, so we will just see what happens with my time before then. Um, but if not, I might put up a review like the parenting with loving correction early. I don't know, but I am super excited to review this book. I actually um, did like a review group thing with this, a launch group thing. Um, this is um, Questions Women Asked by Simonetta Carr, and I got like a an e-version of it. Um, I have, so I pretty much exclusively read paper books. Uh, that is I am just not a fan of digital. I can't go back and reference. I like to be able to flip, be able to flip pages as I go along, but um, I do random. I'll read like random books on my Kindle app. Um, like I read Practicing Thankfulness there, and then I bought a paper copy, um, and this is the same thing. So I read it and I reviewed it and now they're going to send me a paper copy so I will end up reading it again marking it again um because that's what actually what I'm currently doing with practicing thankfulness um just because I love a good paper copy and I can reference so much easier um so even reviewing this is hard for me like this because normally I have the book in my hands and I know like I don't have a really good memory but I can kind of picture where things are that I'm like, oh, I really want to reference this. Okay, so first off, you know that I'm going to mention the chapters <laughs> and how the chapters are set up. So, because if you have listened to any of my reviews, you know I like short chapters that are easy to digest as I um, read before my son gets up. And these chapters were the perfect length. I loved it. And on top of that, I am always, always, always a fan when there are some sort of like questions to consider at the end. Now, Simonetta goes farther than most people and I love it. Um, she has these things, food for thought, and some of them are short and then some of them are like a little bit longer. And can I say that this would be such a good read with like a church group or something? Um, so, getting a group together and just saying let's read through like one chapter a week super easy it would last you like five million years I'm not I'm not even joking there's so many I'm trying to get to the I'm there's like a list of the chapters uh 31 there are 31 um short little chapters in here and um I really enjoyed it because I was a part of the launch group, so she was a part of the conversation, and I was able to ask some questions, but basically the premise is is that um, she's looking at women in history and seeing these questions that came up in their life, or maybe they were asked this question. Um, she goes all the way back to Marcella of Rome, who was born in um, 325. 
Um, so, I mean, she goes really far back. Um, but then she takes you all the way. I think it was in like the 60s. I know someone died in the 60s because I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Jeanette Lee died in the 60s. Um, like the 1960s, I figure I should probably say that. So she goes like a really good distance in time, um, which I loved because I am not going to lie. I had maybe heard of like a few people, but most of these women, I had no clue who they were. Um, and yet whenever I read who they were, I was like, oh my goodness, I should know this. (laughs) I should know this. And, um, I just appreciate her hard work in bringing this book together because this is something that, in most cases, I am not one to enjoy history. I like living history, so I like going to museums and things like that. I actually worked at a Revolutionary War fort in high school, true story, um, and it was one of my favorite jobs. So I really, really enjoy living history, but reading a book on history is so hard for me. And um, I'm not saying this just because I was in the launch group and that was really cool. This was so easily digestible. Like I said, short chapters. She didn't overload you with anything. She drew you in. I love, love, love. Most of the chapters began with some sort of cliffhanger. Like one of them I know was one of the women was just at her husband's funeral. And the way she brought it out was like, you were like, what happened? What happened? So you really wanted to read the chapter. So there was never a moment where I was like, dang it because we we had discussions and I actually got behind at one point like really really behind but there was no point where I was like dang it I've got to read this book um and in fact I would have read it faster (laughs) but I wanted to uh, stick along with the um conversation and alas I have bad reading comprehension so I knew that if I didn't read it right before I commented on the post that I would forget what I read (laughs) and I actually commented as I read so um either way highly highly recommend whether you are a history person or not such a good book and it really does address some questions that are really hard um some of my favorites were like should we pray for God's enemies um how can I find peace of conscience um trying to look through why am I troubled oh why is my child crying at 7 15 in the morning I'm gonna see if he calms down he's a toddler he's okay um can women write about theology um so okay I think I'm gonna have to pause this and go check on him um wait I think he got quiet. Okay, sorry. You guys are hearing my mental debate. I just feel bad because he doesn't cry in the morning. So if he's crying, he might like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, (laughs) Side note, yesterday he crawled out. He got out of the bed, got some books and got back in during his nap time. So I think it's time for a toddler bed. (laughs) He has never done that. He is like three in a few months and never has done that. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this book except for questions women ask, questions Courtney asked. Why did my toddler do that? Anyway, um, so um, let me see. I'm going to click into here. Oh, I was going to try to click into the chapter, but like I said, I don't do um, digital versions too much. Um, but should we pray for God's en- enemies? It was really good. Um, she went into... Um, okay, actually, I am going to have to pause this because he is screaming. Okay, I'm back. His nose was running and it was bothering him. 
Bless his heart. Um, so should we pray for God's enemies, which was about Renee of France. And I really enjoyed this one. It, it was interesting because a lot of these chapters had women who were just writing back and forth with men um, and bringing them their questions. Actually, some of the women challenged the men so much like the, the men would be like, this person is like really smart. There was one chapter, I believe, where the guy like expected it to kind of be like a silly conversation with a woman and then realized, oh, no, she actually knows what she's talking about. Um, but um, this one, she actually was talking to Calvin, which was just really cool. Um, so I really like this part. It says um, it was talking about David and just the idea of um, how should we like should we pray for our enemies because when you read David you hear him praying like they'll be destroyed and how should we take that um so it says if there's a dichotomy dichotomy he continued it is not between the old and new testaments nor between David's desire to see God's enemies destroyed and Jesus's command to love our enemies but rather between an upright pure and well-regulated zeal against those who oppose God's kingdom and a personal hatred for individuals only the second is compatible with the Christian character of the Christian and um she continues to go through Calvin's explanation but that's just like a short little excerpt from that um so uh then um Renee, again, she was writing Calvin, and she says, God is the God of truth, and his word is sufficiently powerful to defend his own, with no need for them to take up the same weapons used by the devil and his children, which I thought was really good. Um, so that was one chapter I really enjoyed. I also really liked um, How to Find Peace, How Do I Find Peace of Conscience, and this had Juan Valdez. I think it was just Juan Valdez. I'm trying to make sure. Juan de Valdez. I knew I was saying that wrong. I actually put one of his quotes up on Instagram because it was so good. Um, it's, I had never heard of this guy and now I'm like, ooh, I want to know more from him. Um, he, uh, which, uh, <laughs> which is funny because this is about like a woman because this is a chapter on um, Gilia Gonzaga. I'm going to totally ruin that but um he was just like a main person she talked to and I ended up loving what he said um so by not placing your honor in the hands or at the discretion of other people in the world you will not rest your hopes in their honor nor fear their dishonor and by doing so you will speak and deal with them with great freedom and much inner mastery um and I have so many highlights in this chapter um if the law terrifies us and seems burdensome, Valdez explained, it's because we don't understand the gospel. There can't be any fear in the soul that actively and effectively points his eyes on the crucified Christ, considering in full faith Christ's satisfaction and payment in his stead. Um, I mean, literally, this is so much of them going back and forth and him just giving really really good answers. Uh, we begin to fall in love with God and to obey him and serve him, not for fear of hell or love of glory, but merely because we have known that he is worthy to be loved and that he loved us without end. So I really enjoyed that chapter. Um, I have more notes on that. I'm just not going to read them all, but, um, let me see. Uh, she, I think, I think at this point, I'm just going to say like, you should just read the book. You should just get the book read it because I have a lot of highlights and like I said it's hard for me to pick through on a digital copy but I will have a copy um, hopefully soon that I can mark up and um, 
the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I really would love to get a group together and read it. So, um, I don't know. I, either way, I really enjoyed this and she has written more books and I do plan to check those out. Um, because again, if you're like me, history might be a little bit harder, but you want to know things like you want to know about these people, but it's a little bit harder. And so, um, just coming from someone, I am just so grateful for someone who is willing to do the hard work and put it together so someone like me can understand. So, um, I just highly recommend this. Um, how many stars do I normally give? Five. So I'm going to give five out of five, right? I was like, do I give 10 stars? But I think I only get five. Isn't f- 10 out of 10 is not stars. It's okay. Anyway, that's not what you need to hear, but <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, and definitely please, please, please go check out the book and, um, I contact information. That's what you need. If you want to reach out to us, you can um, contact us on Facebook or Instagram at a lot of thoughts podcast, or you can email us at a lot of thoughts podcast at gmail.com. And, um, I guess I should probably throw this in here. Uh, Anna and the baby are doing really good. I don't think I, because I've really only recorded the one episode, um, lately, but they are doing really good and, um, she's just tired, which is like natural whenever you have a new baby in the house and she has two other kids. Um, but, uh, he is so cute and, um, just like so much fun to hold. I love it, and on Sunday afternoons when I get to hold him, it is my favorite part of the week. Um, He is adorable. Let me tell you, his nose is the cutest thing, and he's got his dad's fingers, so his fingers are super long, so he's ready to play instruments, Um, but yeah, you didn't need my, like, analysis of all the cuteness that is Peter, Um, but anyway, you guys can keep praying for her um, as she is uh, still adjusting. It's it's a big adjustment from two to three. Um, I actually have heard that like one to two is harder than two to three, but like I think that makes you like almost um, underestimate two to three, but they are doing good, and um, she even did like a birthday party for Myra like a week or so ago. And I was like, man, and she made it cute. It was cuter than Paul John's birthday party. (laughs) So, um, good job, Anna. If you listen to this and you're like, I need some encouragement, girl. I don't know how you did that. (laughs) She made sandwiches and sausage balls. Like it wasn't just prepackaged snacks. It was, it was nice. Um, anyway, she's a good mom. So also I miss just talking to her and, um, this is my announcement that I miss talking to you, Anna. Um, but until next time, like I said, hopefully I'll have something up on Monday, even if it's just a short review. Um, but yeah, that is it. So I hope you guys have a great day. Bye.